Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Insanity with my cousin. Uh, we have two new people joining us today. Good friend, Jughead. We. And then another good friend of mine. I'm just going to call him Nuggies. Uh, say hey, Nuggie. Wow. That works, too. So today, our topic is D&D. Um, how these podcasts work is they are random as fuck, and we just talk about what we want. Uh, we go in whatever order we want. So we want to pick a topic. It's the topic for the episode. We may go two episodes per topic if it happens to take us a long time. Um, so this may be a double episode topic, actually, now that I think of it. Because um, the first, uh, I may mix it up and don't give a fuck. Pretty much. So, uh, D&D, uh, what are you doing? Just do no topic. No topic. I've done that. Well, I've done yeah. one of those already. It's just people shooting the shit. I've actually done one of those already. I think that was yeah. the first one. Um, D&D, though, I am uh, all fucking about. Probably spent way too much money on D and D. Oh yeah, trust like, me. Know. I got I got I got a fair amount of clicky clacks myself. Oh no, I'm not talking about just clicky clacks. I have like Shiny fucking three hundred clicky clacks. clacks. I'm in just in source books. First of all, they're not gonna hear you outside. Mason had to run outside and smoke. Why? Because he loves fucking with my shit. Trust me, they can hear me. I set the gain up the way it'll still hear me out here. Jesus. Barely. Well, he's about talking about <laughs> he said he's not worried about it. You don't hear me. Yeah, no, like, I have a whole fucking, like, shelf of just, just books. Just the books. Books, mats, playthings, all kinds of shit. All right, so. You just got, like, a mimic chest for my birthday. <laughs> like, it even has a lock and shit, too. It's pretty cool. I've been wanting to make a, a, a dragon dice tower, but a funny one. Oh. Where you drop it down the dragon's mouth and it comes out its ass. There's already one for that. Yeah, I was about to say that exists. <laughs> when it comes to D&D, it's kind of like porn. It, it, it's got its own rule. If it, exi- it, if it exists, I mean, if Someone's it's... Someone's fucked with it. Yeah, pretty much. That's not how that comparison works, buddy. But, uh... <laughs> what, I mean is, <laughs> what I mean is, if D&D it's is been like thought porn. of... Although technically there there is that whole um yeah, there's, that comparison. There's that Venn diagram of people who like BDSM and people who like D and D and it's basically just a circle. <laughs> I mean um, there's no argument there. Yep. So I'm gonna ask a question. Like shit. So I'm gonna ask a question and it needs to be one person answering at a time. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna be the last one. Favorite class to play. So, Jughead, you first. Uh, whatever everybody else's hated class is. A bard. Obviously, monk. What the hell? Deep potential. I'm not the Beastmaster Ranger. Ah. The Ranger. Oh, I hear, I hear window sounds. Some yeah. Shit's going on. Yeah, I don't know what Mason did. Yeah. He's breaking his stuff. He's breaking his own stuff. Yeah, as long as it's him doing it, that's not a problem. Mason, 
favorite class? Bard. That, I guess that one. Gross. So, mine's a double. So the one I often play is not my favorite one. The question was, the classes do you want to multi-class? It's what your favorite class is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the the class I often play is not my favorite because the class I often play is druid. My favorite is necromancer. I just don't know. I just don't like playing necromancer. Not a class. That's not a D and E class. That's a school of it's a school of magic. Okay, wizard. That work. There you go. I don't play a class. I normally DM. I've had maybe. Same session as a player. Okay. Uh, one, of them, uh, one of them was as a paladin, and I was only level one on both, so I didn't okay. really get much of a chance. So I have DM'd a couple of games. Yeah, I've uh, I've had like. Um, favorite two class to kill. Ago, How about that? Consistent. Favorite class Discord to kill. Really like, Favorite class to, for 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 the two D for the other two people that's DM. Favorite class to kill. To kill. Yeah. I'm supposed to kill. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to, but that's not the point. Sometimes it's unavoidable. No, it's always avoidable. Um, the only player death I've had was actually yesterday. Where one of my players who was playing a red half dragon decided it was a good idea to walk up to an ancient gold dragon and say, Hey, give me some of your shit when he was only level three. Ah. Yeah, that, that's a whole discussion in and of itself. <laughs> that, uh, so we'll put that playing, on the back just gods. Those players I like to kill, most players I don't. But when it's a player hey, that like min Oh, the gold dragon would have listened, but um, red and gold dragons don't get along. They do not. So uh, it was just, no, thief, liar, charlatan, okay. fucking fire breath. And I think it was like 71 damage to someone who had 40 health. Oh. Funny thing is, too, about red and gold dragons, they have the same element. Yes. It's funnier that they hate each other. Well, it's the old thing of, um, from what I understand, red dragons are like, rah, I'm the strongest, but a gold dragon wormling can still, with the right rolls, instantly take out an ancient red. So gold tries to dominate red either by killing it or humping it. Yeah, because it's what it is. It's kind of like the gold dragons are more of like the they think they're royal. The gold set royal, like oh, basically, yeah, that's what I mean. On the same vein, is what I mean. So on the same vein, um, I, I figure silver dragons and uh, blue dragons are about the same because they have can have similar powers depending on the silver dragon parentage. Um, no, actually, I don't think so. Speaking of silver dragons, uh, one of the gods in my campaign is a silver dragon. And um, the party are basically um, every color dragon has had a weapon or armor piece made out of one of their scales. Um, and essentially their keys to unlocking the dragon gods 
cage that he was put in. Ah. Well, yeah, no, any um, any metallic dragon will like, always have that like stick their ass kind of mentality. personality. Yeah. To them. Side note, um, just, that just brings back my favorite, favorite quote, though. Do not meddle the, in the affairs of dragons, for you are crunchy and good with ketchup. No worries. In one, of the, uh, in one of the first campaigns I ever DM'd in, there was a guy who uh, was a miner, and he was playing a bard. He like tried minor? to use a river cracker. Yeah, he was like 15. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, like, minor as in profession or minor as in, like, a youngin? <laughs> uh, a youngling. He you was could, a youngling. You could do both and realize uh, that. I could produce a river cracker. You could do the original vampire, the of dog. That's called a child labor. <laughs> Every time he tries, he just got killed. Yeah. And brought back by a member of the party. I mean... He, he was on the right track to being a bard. I don't, I don't actually like what? giving my players avenues of re, uh, of revive because it makes it depends. Death to like it. I don't, I don't like how overtly put my players in situations that they're gonna die in if they're just fucking stupid. I don't like death to be something that's just like ah fuck it. We'll just sacrifice a diamond and then they'll bring it back. I want death to feel permanent. Okay, so there is a way for death to feel permanent, and yet you can still revive. No, no, I know there's other ways. I just mean, like, the most common way is through revivify or something, and, like, just sacrificing a diamond. Oh, he was a reborn of 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 a revivified guy of a reborn by the end of the campaign. (laughs) So, now, one of my favorite, see, and that's that's one thing that I've done in, in a couple of my campaigns. Is I did not have Revivify. I homebrewed the fuck that out. That's and that's one of the only things I homebrewed, other than the replacement for it. Now the replacement for it uh, makes them evil uh, because it is it, it is basically what I took from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. A soul for a yeah, soul. Yeah, I was just about to say it's like they're not even like the same person. Kind of, it's like aha, accidentally we got your uh, mind messed up. Now you're evil. <laughs> No, like they have to kill someone, or because it's equivalent exchange. They can't just kill. If they kill a king, it may take. They may be able to kill one king and resurrect 15, 20 people. But if they kill one Do peasant, like- but it's not necessarily that. It's just like it's, it's that kind of thing where not everyone's soul weighs the same. So yeah. to resurrect this one person, you may need either a very expensive soul or a lot of cheap ones. So which route do you want to go down? Do you want to oh, kill a, Mother Teresa? Like stone type of shit. Like it's like, do you want to kill Mother Teresa to resurrect this one dumbass, or just fifteen bad guys? That that gets into something that I don't really like to go too far into. It's where the whole like morality is a part of the world type of thing. Which recently, funny enough, they basically just eroded forced morality and any backstory pertaining to that. So, like, now no race has any forced uh, morality, and they don't have any history of morality. So, like, drow elves are now just, like, regular fucking races. They don't have to be evil or anything. (laughs) Same for things or any, like, demonic races. People shit on them for that decision. I agree with it, because I think forced morality is, or forced, um, what is the actual word for it? Stereotyped? 
No, no, no. Um, just the, the system that it's called, good, evil, neutral. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking the about. The alignments. The alignments. Forced alignments, I think, is dumb. And it's uh, it's a very weird thing to do. That's why I don't, I don't even, like, mess with it in my games. Like, the way that you're talking about it, so it feels more of, like, a religious type of... Like, whose interpretation is it going off of as a good person? I'm always chaotic neutral. God. Uh, Everybody usually is. That's like the ninety percent ratio for alignments. See, that is the, my campaign. I do not allow my 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 players to set their alignment. Their alignment is uh, starts at true neutral, regardless of what they their background has made them. Yeah, I mean it may change it slightly. Like if they if you know, if the rogue happened to be a, a common thief. And just mm-hmm. constantly stole from people, regardless. Like if he was stealing, like Robin Hood, he'd 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 be more towards the good side. But if he was stealing yeah. from everybody, he'd be more towards the evil side. But they started out in my campaign as true neutral. Yeah. And their That's actions. Really one of those like. And their actions from there on branched out, and you know, you'd, it'd be funny because like it, the the and somehow ended up more evil. Then, because I had, I actually, in most of my games, I have a, a, a necromancer is a fucking class. Not just an offset of a wizard. Uh, I mean, it's not real. I mean, yeah, I understand this. It's, it's, really it's, offset, it's, um, it's actually like, players can use it, warlocks can use it, uh, sorcerers can use it, wizards can use it, it's just not a specific class. Pathfinder, however, has a lot of specific classes. <laughs> Yeah, because I've I've actually based most of my games off of Pathfinder, my homebrew games. Um, yeah, which is what most of this is, and the Necromancer is one of the few people that can use this magic to resurrect people, because it's mm. technically a necromancy spell. Because you have to kill somebody to do so. Um, I think Revivify is under the necromancy. Um, it is school of magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's still but, still necromancy. Yeah, but I got rid of what I'm saying is I got rid of Revivify and swapped it to this other one, which is uh, which I all, think the name of it is called Soul Trade. Uh, I think that's the name I, know, I, know, I, know, I know there's at least other ones. It's like Resurrection and True Resurrection and shit too. Oh, and then those just use scrolls. And and here's the thing, those are in my like they're still in my game, so you don't have to do this. But mine's the cheapest way essentially, <laughs> because you need three kings ransoms just to get a resurrection scroll and you need about eight times more to get a true resurrection scroll that's kind of something else i don't really like doing either is um like letting them earn the revive feels kind of weird because then they use it and then they have to earn it again that's just more me though i just like to death is final oh don't get me wrong uh when it comes to the spell so the the revives are few and far in between. Like they may find one resurrection in every dun in in one dungeon in the entire world, but yeah. most of them are held sacred because there's so few of them they cannot make any more. That technology was lost essentially, if you know what I mean. The um, knowledge of the spell, yeah. So and this this necromancer spell is the only way to you know, and it costs. And essentially, if you, if you if the way you play it, it costs more than the scrolls do, because you have to you have to trade the souls of somebody, or one person, or a group of people to resurrect this one. Basically, a philosopher's stone. Uh, basically, like I said, I, I kind of based it off of uh, 
Full, full Metal, Metal Alchemist. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Same hand like, Philosopher's Stone is a real world, real world concept. I mean, it goes into like magic and shit. But I mean, that's what the base of Full Metal Alchemist was based around. Oh yeah. Um, it's like um, resurrection it's, through alchemy. Oh, that's counted. Yeah. I believe um, the concept of like a, a philosopher's stone is a thing in D and D too. Yep, it is. I haven't really specifically played around with it, but and uh, and that's where a lot of the resurrection scrolls come from. Actually, is it's there the you pay a diamond as the price in this Revivus Spice spell, but the scrolls are imbued with bits of souls. So whoever wrote, made the scroll puts a part of their soul into it. And that's what allows it to resurrect somebody. Cause it's kind of paid. And I think that's how they did it in Pathfinder is uh, the scrolls at least. Cause it Pathfinder took... is kind of basically D and D, but just it, canonically integrates homebrew yeah so it's kind of just like a pre-base D is more set like it's got a world it's got rules it's got this and then there's some and there's interpretation towards the players pathfinder is just like do whatever <laughs> <laughs> i think path, official pathfinder um modules go from like medieval to fucking sci-fi fantasy to aliens to dragons and like everything in between so the actual actual pathfinder game i last drawn was uh it was it was a space one yep yeah and it was fun because it was uh i got it at i got the book of it at uh books a million and it was it was essentially like favorite class or favorite race and it was fun because it was like uh what's the name of the game uh Starfinder, that's what I was thinking of. Mm. I'm trying to remember the name of the game the, the, the name of the game that it was similar to. Um, um either way. Uh you had a bunch of different factions, you had a bunch of different uh things you could do. Like the I think the players that had decided that they wanted to start out as a, just a mining vessel. And I was like, okay, you know, start out as a mining vessel. That's going to give you, you know, not very many weapons. But since yeah. you're a mining vessel, you're heavily armored because you're mining an asteroid fields and you have to be. Sort of like um, D&D plus uh, FTL. Yeah. If you know what that game is. FTL is pretty cool. I think so. Faster than late. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like roguelike type of things where you just as at the head of a ship and you kind of take it through each sector running from stuff and you run into different counters depending on when we generate it. Yeah. Well, it's that's not, a game though. Well, it was fun because like they started out as as just a mining company and they, I had them run into, uh, space pirates a couple of times, uh, but the space pirates were weak. Uh, mm-hmm. And the fact that they there was only two, um, they were kin. Uh, from what the book said, they were from how they were explained in the book, they were very kin to birds of prey, <laughs> off of Star Trek. Aracocra, or however you pronounce that type no, of shit. The no, the ship. The ship was very similar to a bird of prey, 
Oh, the ship itself. Yeah, it was wow. a bird was very similar to a bird of prey uh, off of Star Trek. Uh, the pirates themselves were Mod Podge. There were no humans, but there were, I think, three or four different species on the ships. Yo, uh, uh, I'm gonna do a quick hot take here. Uh, I'm gonna judge. I'm gonna judge the hell out of you if you play D and D and you pick a human. <laughs> Why? Okay, so here's there. There's Not a unique lie. way. Why would you do such a thing? There's a unique way that Why? I get rid. I get, I get out of. You literally live in a world with fucking the people, minotaurs, goblins, and dragons. Why the like fuck do you want to be a human that lives like a blink of a lifespan? But I like making Kirito, so leave me alone. Kirito's not even human. Kirito's an L. <coughs> Kirito is human. L. Human can't do that shit. I don't. I don't claim Kirito is a human. I'm sorry. In the first oh, season, he's human. The second season, he's an L. The third season, he's a pixie. Of course, you would like fucking sort out online. <laughs> I mean, Fuck you! It's my favorite anime. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sports. with this. I'm gonna go with this. I prefer. Um, I don't. I don't prefer Sword Art Online. I prefer the abridged version. Yeah, no, I'll um, give you that. I do too. Hey, everybody likes that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just think that um, humans are fucking boring. Like, I, it's not just humanoids in general. There are problems, see, there. Like, here's the thing. And gnomes and halflings and shit. Yeah, but here's the thing. You just can humans. make humans, You are a human. Don't play a human. You know what? Go to to go back and answer that question from earlier. Instead of a class, I like to kill humans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That human fighter is about to get fucking like racist as you are. Smashed by a grask that I just brought out of my ass. Racist that you are, then. Um, just to humans. Just to humans. humans. <laughs> Okay, fair I literally, enough. No, 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 okay, I'm going to go okay, a little so, bit of a tangent here. I have had, like, fantasy ideas for years of making making worlds and shit specifically void of humans, and then later on having the humans come in, but, like, be super fucking evil, where they just basically take the lands for all its resources, like, capitalism, all that kind of shit. Fuck humans. <laughs> I'd fucking Indian killer. No, I'm saying, like, I would have the humans as the people doing that. I know. As the bad guys. Fucking make them the English back when they took the lands from the all uh, Indians. Exactly. Fuck the humans. Kill them. <laughs> I like monkey races. I like even the smaller humanoid races. Elves are fine, too, even though I'm not particular about them. I'm, humans, I'm a, I'm, here's the thing. is There is an easy way to make humans more interesting in D&D. It's just okay, most wait. people don't want to implement these type of systems. Wait, quick hot take, because I know what you're about to say. I also don't like homebrew. No, this doesn't have to be homebrew. Like, if you think about, uh, there's a lot of games. Think, uh, let's take uh, let's take the, the most famous one, the one that gets released every fucking year. On, every year, it's the same game gets released. Skyrim. What? Oh. <laughs> So bad example. Humans are boring as fucking. Elbow they are. <laughs> they really uh, are. I would like to point out 
they they get boons that other ones don't. And granted, they are kind of shite boons. They can I mean, that's, be that's deal, like dealt with a better. We literally get like what uh, four different variations of humans in Elder Scrolls, and they're all fucking lame. Yeah, they all shit. You get cold boys. You get fucking bootlickers. You get magic boys, and then you get desert. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's and not that's, the point. Point, are Imperials, by the way. point is, point is, the point is, it can be handled differently if you know what you're doing. The I'm not only, saying they can't be good. I'm just saying, like in general, I hate humans. The only good like, human is human. The only like, good, only good. Like, variant humans are good. Like to to bring it back to D and D, variant humans are fun. You can make you can have a lot of fun with build, a variant human builds because you can just take a feat immediately and just have some fun that way. I'm not saying they're shit class. I'm just saying <laughs> I personally don't like them. <laughs> well, that's what I use as variant human if I make characters. I think it's Boring as fuck. Yeah, that's the only way I ever play a human. Is that like? I say I. See, I gave I, you I so much shit. Really quickly. I gave you so much shit, and I don't even play humans. I don't either. They're boring. Uh, I, fucking, uh, I, I, I am either. Yeah, I am either an orc, a dwarf, yeah. or a. Um, I think I was a bugbear once. Um, as far as like, uh, I was actually about to bring this back to D and D again, and is like play, saying what everybody's favorite cla- uh, race is. As far as mine, Tabaxi. You don't know what that is? It's Khajiit, but uh, in D and D. I know what Tabaxi is. Exactly. It is the meow meow. Tabaxi rogue. Get fucked. Tabaxis are the only. See, and here's the funny. Regardless of what race I am, I always have a Tabaxi wife or or spouse. I should say because I'm not always yeah. male. Oh, hey, hold on. Um, I'm gonna clarify something here. I'm not a furry. Bullshit. Some of you degenerates. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, just like I do it. It's not See, here's the thing. I do it purely for purely for a joke as well. And we know why you do it. It's because it's because I can say, yeah, I got my pussy. I was about to say, your literal first answer was, yeah, I only use tabaxi as my wife. It's like, hmm. You look, it's kind of sus, bro. Well, I'm even less of a furry than Mason but, is, uh, but I'm yeah, not so saying that was actually like one of the, the first reasons I played with, uh, with like my D&D group here is that I played a tabaxi rogue who was basically, like Mason, what is the uh, the cat race called in Monster Hunter? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 which one? There's two of them. fucking cat. There's the two of cat that's always following you. Your partner, the main one. Palico. Palico, yes. I made, basically made a Palico, the tabaxi, but he was a rogue. And he was just like, kind of a dickhead. I mean, kind of? But not don't touch me, peasant, get away from me, type of. Basically played him like a house cat. <laughs> oh, then I, I know... It. I know who you or what you need to watch. I know what you made your character out as. What? Do you have a Netflix? Uh. Yeah. Talk about Nyanta. No. Do you have a Netflix? Yes. Oh, uh, go on Netflix and look up the Monster Hunter uh animated series. Oh God. Oh, I know. I've already watched it. You made that cat. Uh, no, mine's more of a like. I don't know. It's an actual uh, fucking uh, creature. A bit more. Ah, 
damn, I didn't mean to burp there. A bit more like, I don't know. He's not, like I said, he's not like standout. Like, basically, he said he's just a house cat. But, like. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to pause for one second. All righty. Okay. But, uh, hear anybody else's answers? What is the, oh, you didn't hear anyone else's answers? I didn't uh, hear anybody else say their favorite race, which... Uh, actually, I said my three favorites. Either a dwarf, an orc. Actually, orc. I'm going to go with orc. Orc is my favorite. Top, top favorite, not top three. What? I said top favorite, not top three. Okay, I said I changed it. I said orc. Orc is my top favorite. There you go. I like playing as a rock, Sasha. A what? A rock Sasha. We're talking about D and D, not Aragon. That is D and D. I'm trying to make it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, a it's basically a tabaxi. Um, it's a demon, but a tiger. It's got a tiger head. It's a tiger demon. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a uh, reverse. Or if you roll the curse, it has reverse hands. Like its hands are backwards. Oh no! I can't clap. Tiger's curse was his image. What about you, Nug? What's your what's your top favorite? I know you said you're usually a DM, but I mean you still should have a, a favorite. Um, I don't really have a favorite race. I just uh, mix and match. Uh. Fair enough. The only reason I have a favorite race is because um, one of my favorite characters I've ever made happens to be an orc. And he was an orc cleric who berserk healed. He could go into a berserker, an orc rage, and then well, no like joke, had unlimited mana for constant heals. Hey, we're talking about D and D here. We're the favorite character I ever made. It was a little home. Was but... a changeling rogue who weighs two magic daggers and not a lot else. Managed to one v one an ancient black dragon who had taken out the entire party and win. Without getting hit once. <laughs> did, did, his knife, did his knives have the uh, that property on them that returned them to you? I don't remember. Melee combat, not throw. What it's called? Yeah, I think it's. Where you just throw it, it comes back. But um. Yeah, a returning weapon. And no, she literally just ran up to it, stabbed it, and vanished. Yeah. Ran up to it, stabbed it, and vanished. Oh. And she won without getting hit. <laughs> ah, she pulled. She pulled her. She pulled her Kurt Wagner, not crawler. Nah, he's got. He, he's a fencer. He's uh, long swords. But, uh, she uh, also managed to build an army big enough within three sessions that she was earning seventy thousand gold per session. Jesus. That sounds like a lot of liberties. Okay. I've got a question for y'all. 
What is the dumbest shit you've ever seen players do? Or ever heard of players doing? It doesn't matter if you've seen it or not, but... I had some dumb shit happen to me because of... Dice rolls. Basically, I was playing, like, my first D&D session where it was an actual session, and I was playing as a bard. And I was trying to sneak up to a dude, like, in some bushes... And I would roll, and I rolled like a fucking 19 plus my modifiers and shit, so I was perfectly stealth. I'd run up to him and hit him, and I rolled a one. <laughs> and I'm hit. The, the, the DM rolled for that character to see if they hit, see if they saw me or even noticed the attack. Nope. They also rolled a one. <laughs> so I tried to attack again. Rolled a two. <laughs> This went on for like three rounds. I was just missing every time, but I was still like perfectly stealth, and he couldn't see me. Oh my! Oh, oh. Like, that you were. Oh, what was his name? Mister Bean. Just luckily, just bending over and a freaking bean pass over his head, <laughs> and just just perfectly missing all these things that would have killed him. You were Mister Bean for three rounds. <laughs> Eventually, we did just capture this dude, and I ended up torturing him by beating with a lit torch. But uh, <laughs> how dare you make time. me miss all my freaking <laughs> that dice set? I also still have, and it is cursed, and it remains in its cursed bag. It's funny enough; it's a Diablo dice set I got because. See, I got finally got my thing. emerald. I finally got my emerald dice. Where where are they? By the way, I think they're behind my small TV. But I got when I got my emerald dice, and I got lucky because um, I made a joke because uh, my brother-in-law dropped something on his foot. I literally ran over, grabbed my dice, shook my, took my D four, rolled it, and he he got three hit point, three points of damage. Wait, what? I made a joke to my brother-in-law because I finally. Life, got, he- I finally got this. Uh, he dropped something on his foot. And as a joke, I grabbed my D4 and rolled it. And he yeah. just stood there waiting to see how many points of damage he got, apparently. Because he just watched me for a good five minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's three points. What are you saying, Nugget? You said something about a session. Yeah, I've got two, and they're both from the same session. Uh-huh. Um, at the start of the session, there was a 12-foot-tall half-orc, one of the players who got so drunk, they blacked out, woke up in a cage, managed to break out of the cage, uh, collected all his gear, then ran all the way through town, completely naked, until he found the party. I was like, guys, guys, I joined a goblin gang. Uh, um, your dick's out. It's like, oh shit, I just ran through town. And then later on in the same session, uh, one of the players was up out front in melee combat. The others were behind him, uh, all doing support spells. One of them decided to use Ice Knife. Then again, then again, then again. And every time he used it, he got on that one, struck the character in the back, and the character died from friendly fire without getting hit once by the enemy Dryder. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so. Both of that was the same session. Good lord. Oh, so, I got one for me. One of the funniest things I did. This was actually up at Comic Con, Alex. 
Um, I had just joined a, a one shot uh, up no, there. Oh, it's fun. Uh, I'll be going this year. It's February 10th, 11th, 12th. I forget about uh, Alabamians in uh, a hmm? coagulated. <laughs> So I still don't feel good about Alabamians in a coagulated space. Understood. <laughs> why is that? Because the Rona. Yep. Trust me. Uh, that's why before I go, I'm getting vaccinated, uh, finished getting vaccinated. And, and vaccinated, I'll be wearing and a mask. I have my booster, and I still don't trust people. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I'll be wearing a mask. I'll be making sure I'm not stupid, but I understand. I mean, I'm not. I hadn't had it a couple oh, weeks ago. Yep. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that was the same fucking weekend. He tried to get me to come over. He was like, "Yeah, we're just a little bit sick," and I was like, "No, that was that wasn't, that wasn't happening." I think, um, yeah, because I no, this recently <laughs> just happened because I had to miss two days of work because of it. Anyway, Comic Con situation. I choked on Mountain Dew, and I got to drink Mountain Dew to unchoke. Hold on. Uh, either way, this was a couple years ago, um, and I jumped into a one a one shot, and so basically we were all on a ship and we were j- diving underwater to collect an egg for this eccentric guy who the DM was an NPC. Mm-hmm. Um, and a water dragon showed up. So. You know, I was looking at my char- the character sheet he'd given us because we were using pre-made characters and stuff, and I was looking at them. I saw three spells because uh, I, I managed to get the uh, – the it was a warlock, not a wizard. Um, but I got three spells, and I was looking at them. I'm like, uh, none of these spells bode well for uh, anything in the water because they were all electrical-based <laughs> except for one. So I looked at it, I was like, okay, so how far away is the dragon? He said, I think I think he said like 18 feet away from me. So where's everyone else around me? He pointed them out. And I'm like, hmm. So I guess a lightning bolt at this range is not a good idea for everyone else around me, huh? He goes, no. Um, I looked at my swim speed, and it was decent. Like I could make it to him in less than, a, and only, and not even use my turn. Because... Uh, Apparently what I was, I can't remember exactly what I was, but I was half fish. Apparently. Uh, as far as a race? No, I say I was half fish. He just had a very, I think he grew up around the water or something like that. Cause no, there was, is one that's kind of like that. It's, um, I believe it's a Simic hybrid. <coughs> yeah. Well, where they take Simic hybrid is part animal. Then you have stuff like the sea elf and the chite and then the grun and the tall oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Either way, um, I, if I, I had... If you I, can take, like, physical traits of uh, a lot of aquatic animals, like a crab. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah. not just the hybrid, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, either way, I think, uh, see, whatever he was, he had uh, his swim speed was almost double his walking speed. Yeah. Um. So, like, he's a very. If I could, if I'd used my turn to swim versus just a, just uh, instead of a bonus action, then I probably could have swam around him four or five times before I even had to stop. 
So what I did was, is I swam up to him and I used shocking grasp. So I just grabbed his. I, I think I, I think where I was at, I was at his tail. So I grabbed his tail and water. And then shocking grasp in the water. Oof. But dude, shocking grasp has a very low <laughs> spreadable. Like I it, mean, it's it, just lightning in general. Yeah, and but it was connected to just me and him, so. The dragon, I rolled actually rather high. He took, I think, uh, I think eleven damage, and I took two. And I think at some point he rushed past us with the egg, and we were just had to get out of there. So I, I, I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off for a minute, and he's gonna go past me, and everyone else was gonna go past me. Once everyone got past me. I said, okay, I want to do lightning wall because that was I had four spells total, three of them were electric, and then there was a um, a uh, healing spell. I don't know why there was a random healing spell. What do you mean four spells total? You had four spells. Like it was uh, four spell slots. Oh, I think you meant use four spells in a turn. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, I had four spell slots, and three of them were attack yeah. spells, and one was a, a the healing. Well. I say it's a healing spell. It's where you, it's, uh, uh, what, what, I think it was Siphon Life or something like that. It, it was another touch spell where you had touched them and you drained some of their life force. This was uh, a very, like drain? I think so. Draining I, touch. Draining touch. There it is. Oh. Uh, and then and I light had. Light drain is also a spell. I had lightning bolt. I had shocking yeah. touch and I had lightning wall. As well as the drain touch or whatever. Well, I, when I got past me, I said, lightning wall. And then he said, all right, um, roll damage. Uh, roll twice. One for me, one for the dragon. Uh, dragon, uh, just four points of damage that time. But he was also blocked and stunned. I rolled for me. I rolled one point of damage. And I was stunned. Dragon's turn. It was stunned. It went back to me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to swim in the opposite direction from the dragon. And he had me roll a, um, what was it? Uh, he had me roll to see if I dodged an atta- uh, a, uh, 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 retaliation attack. Or not retaliation. What was it? Uh, when I turned my back to run, the dragon was going to attack on retaliation. his Retaliation. No, um... Attack of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. See, he he had me try to roll for that. (laughs) So, what I did was because they were already at the top. Everyone else was at the top of the water. They they had just gotten just breached essentially. And uh, so I'm like, I I'm gonna turn around. I'm swim. He said, "Okay, I'll roll to dodge." I rolled, and I got an eight. And then from across the across me was our bard. He's like. I want to know if I can stick my head underneath the water for bardic inspiration. Mm. And he said, mm, what kind of instrument are you using? Brawl wouldn't really allow that because it's a vocal thing, but well, above the water, sure. Well, it depends on what, I think it would depend on which one and how far away I am. Like, because he had a harmonica as his, as his thing. So he said, um, it'll be with disadvantage. And no joke. He said, so what, I, what he said he was going to do is he's going to inhale a lot of water. 
put the harmonica in his mouth, dive under the water, and blow it as hard as he can. And he just uh, apparently he rolled high enough with a disadvantage to I got bardic inspiration and got to ro- and got to roll again, and this time yeah. And bardic this inspiration. Time, I mean, it's just another dice. It's not really that impactful, but yeah. Well, I see. From what I understood, I I was only three away because I had to roll an eleven, uh, a more than higher than eleven, yeah, to dodge because I do have the because I had advantage because of my because of my race. Yeah. So I didn't have to roll all that high to be able to dodge. Mm. I just did not roll high enough on my first one. So when I rolled yeah. the second one, though, I rolled a 20. He told me, I don't trust that. Roll again. Another 20. Yeah. He's like, I'll give it to you, but only if you can roll another another nat 20. I rolled it again. Nat 20. I'm like, this, and this wasn't even my dice. This was that dice I had like, to borrow because uh, I didn't have any. I didn't have my dice on me at the at that day. But I rolled three nat twenties in a freaking roll. Y'all fuckers suck. Y'all like some poorly made dice. I can only roll nat twenties when I'm doing stupid shit. Would you? You, you didn't think I was doing stupid shit? Staying next to a fucking and I finally, I finally, I had asked the DM his uh what the what the because he didn't give us any information on the water dragon. Well. Because none of us had rolled high enough to get him to, you know, because he, he rolled a uh, knowledge check and he rolled an insight check. He had us to roll insight and uh, knowledge check. And um, none of us rolled high enough to know, like, I think the highest one was an 11. He said, so you know it's in the water. Hmm? But what, like a perception check where it was? No, like we, we asked because we had asked what it was. And one of us, the first one that rolled, rolled a two. And he said, well, you know, it's in the water. Um, the no. second one, the, the other guy, because I think there was like six of us there plus the DM. And so the second one, the, the next two rolled just a little bit higher. He said, OK, so both of y'all know that it's very good at swimming. And it's yeah, looking right me. at you. And then. I rolled, uh, I think, an uh, an eight. He said, um, "It's scaly. It's big. Has a lot of teeth." Nature check. Yeah, and then I think the last one, who was our, our most intelligent idiot, actually, because um, I think he had like two more points in intelligence than I did, mm-hmm. and he somehow rolled a nat twenty. He's like. Yeah, you just 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 from its shadow as it came up, you know that this thing was a fucking water dragon, and that was just discerning what it was. Yeah, but that's all he says is a water dragon. But he did not give us because he said that well, yeah, its I mean, visage was scarred and marred. No need to do other steps rather than just looking at it. Yeah. So he said that his visions was scarred and marred. I'm like, well, it could have been attacked by something else and drove driven up here. Are you like a little ways away from your mic or something? Because it keeps cutting out. You like skipping words. I don't know. It, it could be. I have a feeling my Wi-Fi is going to cut out at some point because it was supposed to. It was supposed to have been paid today, and I don't get paid till tonight at midnight. Well, it's so. not that week. It's not that you're like a robot or anything. It just you, you, it's it's your sound pickup. Like you're not. It's it sounds like your the mic is stops pick, 
picking up for a second. If you're like lagging or anything, it just cuts out for a second and that cuts back in. Yours does that every now and to then. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it might be because we're running so much on the Wi-Fi too. I don't really know because this is it's not a bad phone. This is that if I was using my my old, my actual phone, yeah, I would input say sensitivity. Discord does it by a uh, default for some reason. Yeah, but yeah, no. But yeah, that's just some just some stupidity of that one. Um, mm. So now, on the same hand of stupid stupid things we've done, um, the near misses. Your favorite near miss, whether you've done it, seen it, or heard of it. What do you mean? Because I would say mine was a near miss. I should have, Mike, that character should have died. Oh, like, like near death. You said near miss. It just makes me think, like, I tried to do something but just failed. <laughs> well, I mean. If you want a near death experience, uh, uh, part of mine was going through the woods. Heard some rustling in the bushes. Everyone rolled perception. Saw nothing. One of the characters was like, I'm going to fire an arrow. Got a nat 20 at disadvantage. They rolled two nat 20s and killed a dire wolf that was about to ambush them. See, now that that's, that's <laughs> one that I would agree with there. But I was talking about... And that's that's the closer to the mark. Like a pack of wolves just run away. Like oh shit! Oh, and we might have someone else joining. Like accidentally, like fucking up an encounter where you win. Uh, It's not in the way of like a near death experience, but it's just more of like the DM had an encounter that was obviously meant to be like a thing, but it did it failed because of one person. I mean, you could do it that way too, but my my, my innate yeah. thoughts actually on it would be my innate thoughts on it were like something that should have killed you but didn't. Yeah. Like with really what he said, good. that's perfect. Because honestly, they didn't see shit. They should have gotten attacked and at least a couple of them went down. Yeah. Or got fucked up pretty badly. Um, don't worry, there was another one where a group of, I think, four level three players uh, wound up in the middle of an orc camp. And even though the highest charisma modifier that any of them had was like a plus one, they managed to somehow cast disguised person and convince the orc chief that they were his scouts. Yeah. Deception checks. Ask him any faces or uh, some kind of hat that disguises you. Uh, one of them was a changeling, two of them had disguised self, and one of them was a goblin. She just say, yes, we are your scouts. We have returned. We were victorious. A, mm. Okay, feast. Changeling is one of my favorite races. <laughs> just because of utility. But yeah, now, as far as like that story goes... It's um, it's, it was a funny situation where it was uh, I think it was like we had a pretty big party. It was like seven people, and we were looking for shit to do. So this girl comes up and is like, "Hey, we need some help. Like we're getting attacked in the woods by these bandits. We really need your help." And then she like starts pulling one of us by like the arm. She's like really hurriedly trying to go towards the forest, and we we're like, "Oh fuck! All right, cool. Let's go help them." And then me, being the um the fucking paranoid person I am, I was like, "Hmm, I don't trust this." 
He made me do a uh, an insight check, and I was like, I fucking I rolled like an eighteen or something. And he was like, you um. He whispered this to me because we we play that way. And he was like, you know, y- y- you think she's full of shit, and she fit, she seems like she's full of shit. And I was like, I don't trust this. And like we got about to like the forest's edge, and I was like, no 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 no, hold up, guys, stop. <laughs> I don't trust this. This little girl seems like way too much of a stereotype thing here. And all of a sudden. We had a monk, by the way, who's fucking badass in this whole situation. All of a sudden, an arrow gets shot at us. The monk catches it, spends um, fuck, what are they called? Key points, and he returns it straight to the net <laughs> twenty hits that kills him, and it just sets off this entire like like Rube Goldberg machine of these bandits entirely fucking up. Like there was like eight of them, and this little girl who was actually not a little girl at all, but actually their leader. So like when it started, we had this other one who was who was a paladin, and he uh, he's he was hundred percent. I'm a tank and I CC and that's it. So what he did was he grappled her and just like iron like iron shackles. She could not move the entire. <laughs> this monk he gets shot at again. He returns it, kills another one. One of the bandits, like, run out to try to attack us. Another one behind him shoots at us, behind that person, shoots that bandit, downs him, because <laughs> he fucked up on a roll. And then the rest of it just dissolved from there. Like, we just fucking... So the ones that we did see, we killed. And I think it just ended up being the girl that was left. And we eventually... Like we intimidated the shit out of her and was like, "All right, hey, cool. Where's your where's your hideout? What you got going?" And we eventually just went and took their fucking hideout and made that leader like our maid. <laughs> <laughs> so we eventually, out of this situation, bandits tried to ambush in the forest. They fucked up like some kind of Benny Hill skit. <laughs> we stole their home and all of the shit that they had on them. Killed, I think, about the majority of them. Uh, and then also made their leader a maid. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just from this one situation. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. By the way, if you, if you don't know what Benny Hill is, that's like the fucking... Yeah. Like, it just turned into a whole fucking Benny Hill skit, and it was hilarious. The DM got so mad, too, because if I hadn't have sussed them, it would have, like, been an actual fight. <laughs> so he was just sitting there like, God damn it, the entire time. Oh. I think this this was the same um, campaign that I played as that bard for that I was telling you about earlier, where I fucked up on the stealth rolls. No, I got the perfect stealth rolls, but I fucked up on the attack rolls. In case you have any idea of how that whole entire campaign was going. Or <laughs> Young Green uh, Dragon? Yeah, they're called. I don't think it's. It's just young. Yeah, it's just young green dragon. We were supposed to be going through a tower to get some stupid amulet. Mm. My character's a barbarian, gnome barbarian, <laughs> named Gizmo Mendoza. Hey. But uh, we walk in, and the first thing we see is a young green dragon. It's asleep, so we try to... It's still Huh? It's still pretty formidable, even by itself. Yeah. So, we try to sneak by it. 
I roll one. Ah. Immediately wakes up this little green dragon who is pissed off that we woke it up. So I just look at our, our well, not really look, because we're doing this over Discord. Mm-hmm. I say to my DM, I, I'm just going to try to intimidate it. And he's like, all right, roll. Nat 20. Where were you a few seconds ago, bitch? What, intimidate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And... Apparently, the way he put or the way he puts it is, you intimidate the young green dragon. Uh, fuck, I forgot. Damn, I'll have to get back on the Discord to read what he put. Um, you're right here. Yeah. No, because this is to, your Discord. I know, but I'd have to find which one out of them it is. Ugh. There's a lot of them to go through. I'm not going to do that right now. Lots of porn. No, no that's that his. Mine. <laughs> but uh, the green dragon doesn't leave. It just kind of clinks <coughs> off somewhere. Yeah, that's mine. Mine's full of porn. So we go through the, re- the rest of the tower going up. Not all of it's porn. Most of when we get to the top, we get the amulet, start coming back down. Well, on the way back down, we see the green dragon asleep again. Well, in the same spot. But you just said. Last thing, though. Um, actually, it's a two-parter. One, a spell that you often do not allow. And then the second is a spell you change. Uh, I mean, I don't really do with that a lot. I just tell people not to metagame. Like, if they're metagaming, then I make rules like that. But, um, unless somebody's metagaming, I don't really, like, ban spells or anything. Enlarge in haste. Like, if somebody's fucking, like, min-maxing a fucking monk out, I'm gonna be like, well, alright, buddy, you're gonna have a hard time. You say enlarge in haste? Yep. <laughs> Why? Because I take haste out and enlarge. I change to where the size difference depends on the level of spell you or spell slot you use. I would make it dependent on the size of the animal itself. But I, why? It's already dependent on the animal itself. Because you you're only supposed to make something one size bigger than what it is. Uh, not true. No. Enlarge says you can move up one size. So if you're a small creature, it goes to a medium creature. I would like to point out, though, the, the difference. A lot of times, but people's the way I differences. Use, or the way I'm talking about using it is depending on the. No, no, no it doesn't. It doesn't specify you can go up or down one size or one not. It just says they can grow larger or smaller. It says one size. Are you looking at enlarge reduce? No. What spell are you looking at? Uh, it's just called enlarge that I know of. 
Uh, it's in large or reduced in 5e. Oh, well, I don't play 5e, so. Yeah, no, you guys homebrew. You're, uh, you're peasants. No, I'm Pathfinder or 3.5, honestly. 3.5 is what I play. God, 3.5. Yeah, it's you also handle our mustaches and uh, fucking <laughs> first like, of all, suspenders. First of all, Afro, don't be making fun of mustaches, especially no, if you can't grow one. Handlebar mustache specifically, going for the hipster aesthetic. <laughs> we can't help for the mustache itself, just what it's tied to. <laughs> Alright. So I ask because there was one particular spell which I would I normally try to take out because it, to me it's a useless spell. No one uses it. At least no one when I play uses it all that much. What do you use? What is it? Um, I'm trying to remember. I was rambling so I could try to remember the name of the spell. It's in 3.5 actually and it's one that I've never seen anyone use in my games. And it's because no one wants to try to make money that quickly. That's how I transmute. Hmm. So since, and I guess because they don't think they can use it that way, but I normally try to take transmute out. And any hey, uh, fucking what is it called? Side whatever side story here. Uh, That mic thing that I was talking about earlier only seems to happen when you're talking, Stephen. Mason's voice picks up fine. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be honest. better. The mic is probably just not picking it up whenever you're. Well, my phone hates me, and so does Discord. But I they mean, can go Mason fuck didn't themselves. Cut out at all. He's louder than I am too, so that may be the issue. <laughs> it's probably just you not being as loud. Well, I can be a lot louder, so. Probably need to. Yeah, probably. Point is, I usually try to take transmute out because in my games, for some reason, no one wants to try to use it to at all. Uh, the, the one that I usually change is, I've already explained that one, is the Revivify. And I change it to another spell. I don't, like, technically I take it out and replace it with a spell, but they're essentially the same, but you just, the cost Work is different. Better. You're talking about for 3.5? Yeah. Well, it's for any. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I usually play 3.5 or Pathfinder, so... No, I'm not talking about uh, Revivify. I mean, uh, tra- Transmute. Transmute. Yeah, that... Uh, is a 3.5 it's thing. a 3.5. It, was, it first showed up in 3.5, and it was very, very un- rare and uncommon, as well as weak, because it would you would have... To, because it shrunk things when you freaking used it. So if you had, uh, let's say, a pound of copper, you could turn it into iron, but it is now, it's now three-quarters of a pound. And then when you, if you turn that uh, iron into silver, it is now half a pound. Turn the silver into gold, it's now a quarter of a pound. Keeping with uh, some kind of balance, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So not that many people, at least in the games that I the IDM'd or played in, I never really saw them use it all that much. So I decided just not to have the spell in the games IDM at all. 
and it's not really for a reason of balance. It's just because you know if you don't see nobody using it, like if use the shit out of spell as a sorcerer. If I see somebody, like if I if if a character asks me where it's like specifically says, so I need transmute. I'll add it back to it. But otherwise, it's like there's no reason for them to even find a book or find a way to even learn the spell if they're not going to use it. Yeah. That's another reason why um, I don't. Uh, I think the 3.5 is inferior because a lot of it's just not designed well. It was for the time, <laughs> but now it's meh. A lot of it's um, different than how people want to play D and D. I think it's transmute is one of the best spells in the game. If if you can do it right, yes. Because here's the thing: transmute can also go the opposite way. So you can get freaking, you know, one a, a pound of, of gold, just a gold bar, pound bar of gold. And then now you have enough iron to make a whole suit of armor. That's a lot of iron, though. You'd have to uh, use a lot of gold for that. No, because if you're going backwards, it goes it goes. It the increases way. size instead of shrinking size. Because if you're going up in value, it decreases size. If you're going oh, down in value, it increases in size. So you know, if you have a whole pound of gold, now you have, uh, I think it doubled, not doubled. It was a pound and a half, that, um, and then two pounds, and then two and a half. You could also use transmute to repair swords. That's just mending. You can use mending, but you can also use all. If you use transmute, you can. You can change its composition. And repair it without. Well, you don't have to have the component, the the spell components, if you transmute it to fix it. But the same thing happens. Well, there are specific transmutation spells. Is what it is. Weaker. Yeah, you're gonna go from you're gonna go from a A fucking iron claymore. To a fucking silver dagger. <laughs> That's just a little ridiculous, sir. <laughs> but I guess it works to fix it. Now, um, what about nuggies? Do you have any, since you're a DM, do you have anything of that sort where you have a spell that you take out or just change? Um, I don't know if it's in the place of one or a homebrew one that one of my players found. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a spell for, I think it's a warlock or a cleric, but basically, if you know something out of character, you now know it in character. Oh. You know, a, a spell for metagaming. Essentially, yeah. So it's basically, it's a spell that turns them into Deadpool. Awesome. Cleric, uh, it sounds like the yeah. thing that... The non-homebrew for cleric is just a divine intervention, but that's like a fucking, you have to roll lower than your level and you could basically just get your deity to help you learn something. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's, you ask. That's a divine intervention well, no, builds a nuke. There's <laughs> divine intervention and then there's, uh, fuck, what is it? It's like consult your deity or something. It's two different things. Divine intervention is like, basically not really a wish spell but it's just more of a like hey this is extremely low chance you could have something just bullshit crazy happen the the, the questions thing is something else i think it's like uh commune with deity or something dates there i couldn't remember what the fuck they called yeah it's something like that there's a commune spell that lets you talk to like a god or the dm and let you learn stuff that you shut up 
Yeah, it's just commune. But you have to the the way they do it is like it has to be worded perfectly, or it's like a fucking genie spell where they're just gonna beat around the bush, getting you an answer or something. Yeah, it's yeah. commune is the what it is. Yeah. And um, after changing the spells, I haven't done that per se, but I have added one because um, in my main campaign. Um, you get actual wounds and you will bleed out. And cure wounds gives you back HP, but doesn't close the wound if you read the spell. It doesn't heal your wounds. So, like, essentially, cure wounds is magical blood transfusion. It's giving you more blood, more HP to stop you from bleeding out as fast. And I added a bonus spell called Close Wounds, which doesn't give you HP, but closes the wound, like stitches. It's essentially using a bandage in a lot of uh, survival games, basically. Yeah. Where so, it doesn't give you like, health, but it just stops uh, you from losing health. Yeah, because Cure Wounds doesn't... Uh, close a wound, you're still there, the arrow's still sticking out of your chest, you're still bleeding, there's still a giant hole. So, close wounds would close the wound, and then you can cure wounds to get back the HP, to get back your blood. I think there was a spell like that in 4th edition, and I think it was called Men Flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not in uh, fifth edition. Yeah, no, they they uh, fuck. What is the word I'm looking for? They like fast trapped things. They basically with five e they tried to give people less tedious shit to worry about, and bleeding conditions and wounds and all that kind of stuff was something that they took out. Well, the campaign I run, the main campaign, is very extremely. Tedious. Yeah. It's like everyone has like their own job, their own profession, and it takes like days or weeks well, to make something. You have wounds and conditions and effects and all that. And like, while I haven't read like um, the DM's handbook, I have it, I just haven't fucking read it yet because I'm lazy. Um, I have a lot of homebrew rules and spells and stuff. Well, there's, there's like, official profession stuff to do in 5e. It's just, um, well, I, I consider there a difference between, like, building your own stuff and actually working towards it in actual just tedious things. Tedious things are more just shit that takes away from the flow of the gameplay. That makes you yeah. too distracted from the actual you building stuff. And, like, professions, I, I don't consider that tedious. That's an actual thing in D&D. Like, you know... Um, fucking enchant like making your own items blacksmithing alchemy shit like that that's like actual systems in 5e i don't consider that tedious i just mean yeah. more things like more things to distract you from the gameplay yeah like, i don't bleeding, think it was just something they they really considered like it's still technically there but it's not like a condition it just causes extra yeah. damage is all like um what happened the other day uh one of the characters was at about 30 health and was about to get hit for 57 damage killing them um his wife dived in the way and 
lost her entire arm and she's pregnant and um she managed to survive uh through magical intervention going to a cleric temple where there was a paladin leading them for some reason and uh all that and her arm is back now but she's picked up a contagion because the temple was under quarantine from an unknown passenger and she's starting to infect the party now <laughs> so i'm gonna have to deal with that or they'll all be dead anyway I have done. I have dealt with disease and shit like that in my games, though. That is something I actually kind of find fun, especially if one character is just um, not necessarily with the party, but he's just fucking with them. Like I had, a, I had a character who was basically carrying. He was an alchemist. He was basically carrying around. A, uh, it was like this big fucking just container of uh, what was it? it? Was like influenza or some shit? But it was leaking constantly, so the party was was gonna get infected. <laughs> And he knew this, and he had the pathogen ready to cure them, but he was just one of them. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. Speaking times. of fucking with your players, there's a young NPC tavern owner who one day had really exceptionally good timing and just clicked <laughs> his fingers as one of the go uh, players' deities decided to erase the player's memory of an event he clicked his fingers at the exact same moment and this started on a whole law thing built up by the players mm -hmm. that he can make anyone forget anything with a click of his fingers um and one of the players who dislikes the character in character um has decided to fuck with him in the way of, oh yeah, so this tavern owner had butt sex with you last night. Can you feel it? Yeah, I can. Do you remember it? No. That's because he clicked his fingers. The, the tavern owner? The, did you? And the tavern owner was bribed by the other player. I was like, yes. It was fun. <laughs> Oh, some shit <laughs> so it's the type of thing that just makes simple things funny. Yeah. Yeah. As if you can work in perfect timing type stuff. And that actually kind of goes back to uh, the whole uh, bear misses and stuff. Yeah. Because it's just things that that work either work out or don't work out perfectly. Like well, well, one of the players um, can just randomly summon strawberry, strawberry flavored ice pops, and uh, the party was in a fight for their lives. They were all down to like single digit HP. She was just like, ice pop pointed right at the enemy, it appeared in his mouth. And he died because he was allergic to strawberries. <laughs> okay. That's still, that, that was the DM going, no, I'm not going to kill them today. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. But, it always goes back to just exactly what the demon wants, essentially. 
That's something that a lot of players um, really overlook when they're playing, get like upset and fucking get spaghetti in their pockets and shit. Is that even even the player's handbook? At the end of all of the rules and everything, it still says all of this is more just a guideline. The DM has the final say, but then players want to argue with the DM. But then I love got... having that page tabbed whenever I'm playing in real life, and somebody does that, and I'm just like, buddy. Even that you could be a rules lawyer all you want to, but even the book says it's my decision. Like I'm not stupid egregious about things, but it's just like if I got somebody trying to like metagame some bullshit situation out, I'm gonna be like, nah. First of all, I, I know that because it's like first of all, I know my character, and he would not, he would not do that. It's like you, you just said that you did this. But now you're saying you didn't because the consequences I gave you were bad. Oh God, yeah. So I, that's not even like rules roiling. That's just somebody being like a fucking yeah, bitch. Poor sport. I don't like this shit at all. If uh, if something happened, it happened. That's it. You don't get to go back and change some stuff. Either if you forgot something, you were like, no, wait, I didn't want to actually. Like, nah. You rolled. Shit happened. That's it. Mm-hmm. One of my uh, Dragonborn characters decided to Leroy Jenkins into a dungeon. <laughs> and uh, the entire party just heard a really loud bang. They chased after him. Didn't find him. Found a trap door. Found him about two hours later without any of his scales. Oh, shit, he got skinned. He became an air cocker. <laughs> <laughs> And then the road lawyer, if a, if a player wants to do something cool, like I'm gonna skip this rock yeah. off the water and bang it up against the, the, the guy across the river's head that's shooting arrows at me to distract him. Like, I'm sorry, but well, rocks do not bounce like that. I'm like, you know, roll dice to see how, you know, roll, roll, roll D20. I want to see how well you can do this. Thank you. Like, real performance. Yeah, yeah. Now, real cool. Real cool. Definitely, it's something that it's nice. It, it's good to like observe that, but still remain at least somewhat realistic. Like, I like real cool. If somebody thinks they can do something, I'm still gonna make them roll a few times. But like, I'm not just gonna outright t- say no. <laughs> I can be like, why? And then they fucking fall in their face and like land in a spike pit. It's like, well. One of my players decided to jump from the rooftop of an icy wagon onto the um, horse that was chasing them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Front flip, somersault, stabbed the guy through the face, somersaulting over him, etc, etc. Rolled him at one, so ended up landing in front of him, straddling his lap and kissing him. (laughs) Jesus, that's an interpretation DM stuff there. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, it's still, it's always one of those things that's weird because it's like, you can't, it's just saying no, it discourages the player, but then at the same time, if they don't get it right, like, it's weird. You have to be careful with that. That's why I'm always like, yeah, you can try it. You can have a really high fucking DC and you might have disadvantage, though. I normally have my players roll first, 
And um, if they get a threat, I let them role play a move. Yeah. Um, if they manage to get enough damage to kill them on a crit, I'll have them role play an execution. Um, if they kill them without a crit, it's just like you yeah. stab them through the eyeball or something. Like some of them come up with some really convoluted shit. Like one of them had uh, manacles on, managed to stab the guy through the chest, jump over him with the change, and basically lynch him with his manacles. Uh, sounds like like some God of War type stuff on that one. My, uh, my, that's that's one of my favorite things though is that. That uh, player does describe what they do first, and then they roll. Because if they fuck up the roll, then they get to be like, you have this whole thing planned out in your head, and you're ready, and you're psyching yourself up to do it, and then you take two steps and you slip and fall on your ass. <laughs> like they thought that whole scenario in their head. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then they fuck Hold up. On. <laughs> <laughs> See another another thought real quick on this. Um, we may we may if if both of y'all are free tomorrow afternoon, same time. If not, I work tomorrow. Wednesday. I'm free tomorrow. Then we can, because so far I think we only have like an hour and a half recorded. So we can record more, or I can go ahead and start editing this one, and tomorrow we can record for a second episode of this. Uh, hey, I'm, uh, I work tomorrow, so late night recording is not going to be a thing for me. It won't be late night. I mean,. Yeah, well, I work well, the same I mean, time I, as you do. I try to go to bed around like fucking one or two in the afternoon. What times do you work? Ten o'clock. Uh, same here. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock to seven o'clock in the morning, and then I'm awake from usually like usually get home around like eight thirty, and I wake from then to like one, and then I sleep until I work. So like eight in the morning to like twelve o'clock. It's a four hour. <laughs> We gotta try to figure out exactly when that would be that went yeah. for uh for Nugget. Uh it's currently two thirty for me. In the morning? In, in the morning? Yeah, in the morning. Fuck, where are you at? UK. <laughs> oh yeah, makes sense. We're in the US. By the way, um uh Jug, uh this is this is actually uh a guy that's on another Discord channel of a friend of ours. I say a friend because I talk to her a lot and I am watch every stream of hers on Twitch, so I bug her a lot. Hey, what about my streams? I try, but dude, I'm usually at work or asleep when you stream. Say that again. <laughs> I caught none of that. <clears throat> I think it's yours. I don't think it's mine. But it's no, that, that, time was, that time was robots on my end. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, so I'm actually just going to stop the recording here. Yeah, no, one of my favorite things also about when uh, a player describes shit like that is um, when they forget about fall damage. <laughs> how fall damage actually is. I believe uh, it's like fucking, it's like 1d12 per 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they forget about that, and then they fall, like, 50 feet down. Oh, no, 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 it's 1d6 for every 10 feet, not 1d12. But, uh, 
Yeah, no, and then they do that and they fall that crazy amount of length. And they die and they splat on the ground. Like, wait a minute, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, buddy, you can fall like 30 feet and take a shit ton of damage. (laughs) It's kind of 30 feet is a lot. (laughs) I mean, yeah, because I mean, even even some of the tallest races that you can play at most are what, 10 foot? That's that's not even like a, a deck save or anything either. That's just you take damage. That's no, you did. <laughs> like the only time I make them roll is if they're if they if they have any amount uh, in acrobatics, I will allow them to roll to see how much how many points are taken off of the damage points. That's it. And we're talking yeah. about I'm rolling a I'm rolling a d10 for damage, and not you're really rolling bad. a d4. To see how much is coming off of it. That's it. And that's only... That'd be more of an athletics thing. Unless they're trying to do some specific maneuvers. No, because here's the thing. There's a lot of stuntmen who naturally know how to roll if they fall because... Well, that's what I mean. Like, um... Uh, the, that's what that's actually something that's uh, confusion between a lot of players into DMs. It's like um, there's a there's a there's actually kind of a big difference between what an athletics role would be and a, what an acrobatics role would be. And I always have to do it. It's like athletics is more like you're running a triathlon or yeah, like how far you can run. Endurance uh, big thing, and then uh, acrobatics is like circus shit. Yeah, essentially. That's what I was saying. So acrobatics is I'll have them roll for that just to make sure that, like, even if they don't have any, like, so long as they have some bit of acrobatics mm. and stuff like that, it's like if they have, even if it's just like two points or one point. Well, that's what I mean. That's why I say that would be more athletics because athletics deals with strength. And well, no, because if they're falling from like a height, being able to endure a fall, acrobatics is just maneuvers. It's yeah. dicks. Well, whatever. No, no, you could just look at it this way. If they're trying to fall and just land on their feet, yeah, that's that's stupid. But yeah. if they're trying to fall, tuck and roll, yeah, if they're trying to do a maneuver, head. yeah, so, that's what I meant. But, uh, if it's just like they land and then they want to try to save some damage, then I would say that's athletics. But if they're trying to like do some maneuver to not fucking die, yeah, that would be acrobatic. Aim for the bushes. Because there was, because I, uh, I had one who, I had one uh, NPC I made who was, while he, he was not a, he was not an assassin, but his abilities were based off of Ezio. What was he? Oh, he he was he no, he he tended to the birds on the top of the towers they used for sending messages. I'm like, what was his actual class? Uh, he was a courier. A class. He, he wasn't didn't have a class. He did not have a class. He was not a, a class. No, well, he had a job. He was a courier. He was a mail deliverer, and he. Tended to the birds on top of towers that people oh, use. Player character? No, this was an NPC. I said NPC. Oh, 
I thought you were talking about player character. I didn't hear no, no, no. So, and so I've fudged a couple of his roles. Not not fudged. I fucked up a couple of his roles when he was going from rooftop to rooftop, getting chased by the player characters because they didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And because I, I roll for naturally for him. Uh, when it comes to when it was comes comes to NPCs who don't have anything to hide, then I hide their roles. Yeah. But the evil characters, I'll actually roll in front of the uh, in front of my pet players characters to trick them. So if you see what he's gonna have, but this yeah. this one guy who who's nothing bad, I'll roll that way I can fudge it. You know, I don't unless. You know, I real like rolling that one, and then I'm like, okay, you know, I rolled a seven. He 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 slams into the wall, but pulls himself up to the top of the roof. Um, but that time I I I didn't fudge up that bad. I fudged up just enough that when he landed on the other side, I had I decided to roll in acrobatics to see how well he landed, because I wanted to immerse the idiots so they can understand exactly how to do what I was doing, so they could catch him. But apparently I did so well in showing them how to do it, they fucked up worse than me. Oh. So what happened was I rolled a uh, I rolled an eight, I think. And when I landed, I rolled I rolled uh, to see how well he do- he rolled into the into his land. And I rolled a two. And I was like, you know what? This will be funny because it's been going on for a good little bit now. They'll finally catch him. You know, I rolled a two. So I looked at my sheet of acrobatics fuck-ups that I keep that has the list of things that happens if you, you know, depending on, it goes from one to ten on bad rolls and from ten to twenty on good rolls. So a two was hilarious in the fact that he was still alive. He was just unconscious, and he would not be able to wake up for, I think I had it listed at like four hours. Well, apparently all but two of my player characters, all of my players, decided they were going to copy him exactly because they did the same goddamn thing. So of the five that I had, three of them were out like a fucking light along with this courier, and the other two was wondering, how do we get these fucking idiots off the roof without killing them? <laughs> Fuck it, kick them off. We can resume them out later. They die. <laughs> no. So they had a genius idea to use something that I didn't think they would have the idea to use. They put the courier and two of the characters in a bag of holding. Bigby's hand! And um, the last one who would not have fit because they already had so much stuff in there, he would have put it just just a, a pound, just a pound overweight. What they did to him, and because he was he was the tank, 
they rolled him off the roof. <laughs> I had him I, I had him roll twice <clears throat> because I had him roll to see how he landed, ass first or face first, because he had more armor plating on his front than his back. Because, you know, he's standing in front taking all the damage. As he, he decided, I'm going to have double armor up front. That way I take less damage. Kind of smart. So it was like steel plates up front and fucking cloth in the back. I'm like, okay, whatever. But he, I, told, I had him roll to see how he landed. A 10 and lower would have meant that he landed on his ass and dealt, got more damage. A nine and high, a t- 11 and higher, he landed on his front and just face planted. And he landed on his front. Well, he didn't have his helmet on. <laughs> so he, he, he took less damage. However, he gained another point, uh, another, another hour into how long he was out because he whopped his head. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot where this conversation had started from. but I don't remember. Uh, this is, yeah, uh, this is. Probably this, probably this, probably uh, right. uh, people have, uh, forget about fall damage a lot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. And uh, the funniest time I forgot about fall damage was actually in that one shot because I, I initially said I want to climb up to the, because, how we met was in a bar and I'm like, I want to climb up the side of the, you know, the drain pipe to get a look and see exactly where the fuck I am. Cause apparently the, the drop in was we, um, we had just woke up. Well, there's my alarm going off. Uh, woke up yeah, it's eight, five. <laughs> yeah. to just happen to be in that town. We got magic there, apparently. You got spirited away? Pretty much. Magic. Magic the Gathering. Finished. Either way. It was hilarious. I just fell off because he, he had me roll three times. Because yeah. it was a rather tall building, he had me roll the first time, rolled, an, uh, rolled a 14. He's like, all right, that's fine. Rolled the second time. I did even better. I rolled an 18. Third he time said, that one. No, third time was a three. Yeah. So he had me roll one more time, but he had me roll a uh, a D10 to see how quick my reflexes were at catching myself. That was the nat one. <laughs> he said, instead of grabbing the pole, you grabbed your face and proceeded to fall backwards into the mud. She. And I didn't. T- I don't think I took any damage because it was raining and it was like it was dirt, so it was mud. I don't think I took any damage, but I was covered in mud, and they had. I had to have water poured on me before I could even go inside, because I was just like fucking just covered in mud. Jesus. All right. Well, I think we're gonna call it a day at the moment because I'm about to have to get dressed for work. Mm. Um. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So if y'all still want to, I'll, once again, I'll post in this to see if y'all want to join tomorrow. If y'all don't, that's all good. Cause I think tomorrow is going to be a new episode. So we're going to, this episode is going to be separate. It will be put, it will be published on Saturday. 
So let's go ahead and say goodbye to the to the idiots that listen to us. Love you, idiots. Don't let, the, don't let the door bite you on the way out. Once again, stop bringing freaking mimics into my the goddamn house. No, they're my pets. Leave me Never. <laughs> Pet mimic, fuck you. Don't let it just then. Just don't let it be a, be a door. Anything, make it be a toilet. That'd be funnier. No, I'm gonna make it be a fucking pile of gold coins that eat other gold coins as you take them. <laughs> oh, that's and horrible! If you find them out. Try to attack it. It's a gold coin mimic swarm. Get ready, fucko. Say <laughs> <laughs> now. You know, here's a thought. Call it D and D. You're fucked. Um, let's say a, a mimic coin horde. No. That is protected Horror. by Mind Flayer Elder Dragon. Uh, you mean a brain dragon? Yes, uh, the slimy boy. So, either way, y'all have a lovely day. Um, yeah. Fucking podcast Brains. out.